Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Oscar Arana, and you are listening to the Film Garage Podcast. what's going on uh today we're going to talk about the suicide squad uh before we get into it i wanted to talk about um a show that i'm actually watching right now called the arrow it's a tv show uh it's on the cw but um, i'm actually binge watching it on netflix so it's interesting to see the dc universe come together and how it all makes sense even though it's not the same actors in the movie suicide squad uh, I can see how their storylines are very similar. I can give you an example of the Suicide Squad in Arrow is a bunch of bad guys out doing good. When I say doing good, I'm also using air quotes. <laughs> in the movie, they use different characters probably because those characters were a better match to move the story forward in a way where it made sense. One of my first thoughts going into the movie is that since Batman vs. Superman was a dark movie that this one would follow those characteristics as well. It did for the most part. At times I felt like it was just a long journey to get to a set of bad guys that had supernatural powers. It's definitely an origin story, but not for the individual bad guys. It's for the Suicide Squad. They give you a glimpse on how they got to the prison they're incarcerated in, but not how they got their abilities. Ironically, you only see Harley Quinn and Deadshot's origin story. The real bad guy the Suicide Squad is going after is a brother and sister. They've been around for thousands of years and back in their day, they were considered to be the highest of powerful beings that roamed the earth. Enchantress was released from her prison by an archaeologist at an ancient burial site that before her was never excavated. The archaeologist accidentally breaks a doll on a shrine that releases the spirit of the Enchantress and consumes the archaeologist's body. So now she has like two personas herself and she can turn into the enchantress for some odd reason her heart can live outside her body which to me is kind of weird so whoever possesses enchantress physical heart not speaking theoretically but her actual heart controls her which amanda waller happens to possess amanda makes the mistake of trusting her to do her own dirty work but the enchantress goal is to release her brother from the same prison she was in So when she does release him, they plot to take over the world. The only part of their story I didn't understand is that they plan to build a machine to take over the world, but they never really go into details about what that is exactly. All you see is a colorful clouds that goes over the building and there's lightning and there's a ring of metals circling the clouds. It's kind of weird. So it's definitely the weirdest thing I've seen, but I think the storytellers were trying to do something epic, something big, but I'm not sure if it actually worked out in their favor. I did hear a lot of rumors that this was going to be a love story between the Joker and Harley Quinn. And it sort of is along her origin story. You see how her and the Joker fell in love, but that's kind of where it drops in her story. She becomes a part of the group and is the only one who is actually able to step up with the real bad guy and essentially take him out. The Joker left me wondering 
when he was going to get more involved in the story. That's the thing I don't like about big movies with a ton of stars in it. You get the biggest name to get the most screen time like with Deadshot and you don't really have time to get into everyone else's story. My personal opinion about the reason why a lot of people couldn't resonate with Jared Leto's Joker is because it almost felt like he was only there to push Harley Quinn's character forward in the story. Although Jared Leto did mention that there was so much footage shot of the Joker, it should be enough to make its own movie. I don't think that they really play tribute to his character. So a decision was made. Deadshot played by Will Smith or the Joker played by Jared Leto. Who is the bigger star to get the most screen time? Of course, Will Smith. He brings the audience and I can see why. He's a great actor and he did a great job in this movie. Besides Harley Quinn's backstory, Deadshot is the only one who truly gets an origin story. They talk about his daughter. They talk about the reasons why he does the things that he does. He is really the only one who is given the choice to join the Suicide Squad. Because nobody else is given that. I do recommend that you go watch it this weekend. It made a ton of money opening weekend. And I say don't listen to the critics say negative stuff about it. Um, although there are a bunch of hiccups in the movie, you're still going to have a good time watching it. So go check it out. Have fun. Hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you want me to feature a movie or TV show of your choice, go ahead and shoot me an email to oscar at filmgaragepodcast.com. And if I choose your email, I'll go ahead and read your comments or discussion topic on the podcast and talk about the film or TV show of your choice. Go ahead and like us on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. You never know. You might find that one great movie that you never knew existed. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and have a great day.